today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. Jason. Derek here. So um, there is a big point and a small point here. Uh, Amber Heard, we got uh, pictures of her shopping at TJ Maxx in the Hamptons. The big point is maybe that Amber Heard is not doing what I thought she would do, is just kind of retreat um, and just kind of let things reset for a while. Maybe the smaller point, although in my head, maybe the bigger point, there's a TJ Maxx in the Hamptons. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is huge news. That's I the, mean, you buried the lead. Yeah, Why is there a TJ yeah, Maxx in the middle they, of the Hamptons? It's pretty diverse, right? Right next to the Ross Dress for Less. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I want to tell you a story. It's singularly the funniest thing. I mean, it's dark, but it's really uh, it made me laugh so hard. Um, I shouldn't tell that story, but I'm going to. But first, I want to talk about Amber Heard. Oh, so. no. Well, I thought we were going to get started. Well, no, no, no. I, I will. We'll okay. circle back. I, 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 I will. But it's, so, I, you know, I, I look, she's got an $8.3 million judgment against her. So a lot of people are looking at this, connecting the dots, saying, oh, now she's doing bargain shopping because, um, you know, she can't afford to go to Neiman's anymore. And, you know, she was with her sister, Whitney. They were looking at pants. She saw a camera. They ran out of there. So it wasn't like right. they wanted to get photographed. Right. I think that's all overthinking. Johnny Depp's not going to go after her for this money. He made his point. He's not going to go, I, I, I think. I, I don't have, I'm saying this just based on, yeah. you know, my common sense and kind of what I know motivated him. I don't know it for sure, but I can't are, imagine Johnny Depp is going to try to enforce this judgment. Are you saying it based on your prediction or what you think he should do? Like no, no, he no. shouldn't go after her because Johnny it will Depp look has said from the him. beginning, he said, look, I, you know, I'm not doing this for money. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this to prove a point. She has destroyed my career. She lied. He made his point, and look. But does, he doesn't want the damages. I, it's not even. Does Amber yeah. Heard have this money? No. And what's no. he, and what's he going to do to no. go? You know, going a, after the eight point three, such the, a hassle. Spiking the football. Yeah. Also, he has won the game. There's no question That's about right. it. He That's has right. rehabilitated his career in full. He has proven his point. Everybody believe. Everybody believes him, and nobody believes Amber. And just he paid a lot to do them. it, though. What's that? He paid a lot to do it. No, He's got big it. legal fees. Does he want her to at least kick in for his legal fees? Yeah, that could be two million dollars. I mean, the guy spent a lot of money. You know, look, maybe he will. I'd just be really surprised if he does. I, I mean, would, too. It, it I just, would, I would, too. I mean, she yeah. look, she didn't pay the money to the charities. Yeah. So probably, I have no idea whether it still is anywhere. Yeah. Right. I don't know. It just doesn't seem right. You, you you started, though, by saying that you expected her to retreat, and then she went to TJ Maxx. Not being funny, I think this is retreating, right? She's at a very local store in a relatively small area. She's in the area. Hamptons. I understand that. She's staying. She's, <laughs> she's staying not lying. She's, the lowest. she's in she's the Hamptons. Low. Well, what, what what do you mean by I mean, there's low? You can lie lower she's than the Hamptons. Fr- well, that, she's staying at a friend's house. There's, there's, yeah. You're always going to be seen there somewhere. There are paparazzi everywhere in the Hamptons. Yeah, it's I guess. It's laden with celebrities. You know, it's... and interactions. I don't look, she has a right to live her life. Yeah, I'm just a little sure. surprised at that. You want to hear the story? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Now this is uh, look, I this is a terrible terrible tragedy and and I'm not making I don't want to make light of this because you know what OJ Simpson did to poor Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman is horrendous and horrible. I hear a butt coming on. It's not a butt. The day after the murders, I was I was actually in Las Vegas with some friends, and I flew back, and I was at Burbank Airport, and I 
Um, as soon as I landed, I had a beeper at the time and the beeper was going, had gone off like crazy for me to call the station. At the time I was working at CBS in Los Angeles and they said, you got to get over. They told me what happened. And so they said, you've got to get over to Brentwood immediately. Don't come back to the station, go to Brentwood. So, um, a friend of mine called and, (laughs) and she said, so what's going on? And I said, look, I can't talk to you right now. I said, there is something terrible that's just happened. I said, there was a, um, a double murder, apparently, uh, in Brentwood at O.J. Simpson's ex-wife's house. And there was a guy there. We didn't have a lot of detail. She was found dead. He was found dead. O.J. Simpson is in Chicago, but we're told he's coming back and he might be a suspect in this. And apparently the night before, there was a confrontation between O.J. and Nicole at Mezzaluna in Brentwood and involving sunglasses or something. But ultimately, they separated, but O.J. may have gone over to her house afterward. And apparently it was just a terrible scene. Uh, and you've got to, and and that's I've got to get over to uh, to Brentwood immediately, so I can't really talk. There was a pause, and her reaction to the story was, "There's a mezzaluna in Brentwood." <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's, that's, that's why that's pretty that's pretty good. That's why I said that. Um, Talk, but, talk about the daughter first. Amber Heard's implied she has a daughter. Yeah, well, that's we kind of knew that, but yeah. it's kind. It, it did fly kind of under the radar. Yeah. So yeah, and she says that she's going to spend the next year raising her daughter, which obviously she would. Yeah. I'm just surprised that she's gone on this campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Why are we learning about the daughter now? You say we've kind of had some inkling well, of it, but now she's you know, sort of using she's, it she's, to soften her brand yeah, a little bit. For sure. Is, is that what's going on? Because, because offer, I don't think this was a common yeah. fact that, that Amber Heard had a daughter, but now she's like, I'm going to take a step no, back no, no, from I acting, think, which I, I can't get roles for, to raise my daughter about it through the trial. in the was, wake. You, know, you would expect the daughter in the, in the audience at the trial. No, no, the no. Trial. They can't do that. I mean, Why? It, it's Everybody's so pandering. She pandered um, enough to the jury. Well, that, that, would be, that would Here's be That's a weird true. thing. You and I have been not, def- I wouldn't say defending Amber, but but sort of standing back and being surprised by the jury's reaction to Amber. I think in the post-trial phase of this, I sort of understand what the jury saw. Oh, okay. Initially, when I saw her crying on the sand, I was like, why did they not buy this at you all? Know, but I've seen her display afterwards, and it does seem so calculated. I, I totally agree. Everything and I'm having she does a problem with her Everything now. Everything she does is performative. It is yeah. true. Throughout the trial, yeah, that's why the jury... Maybe I just took the hook in the trial but wow as usual i have a completely different reaction oh you go the other way well no no no. the reaction i had was when i watched her on that the hour-long special that nbc ran i thought you know if she would have done it that way rather than the overly you know dramatic looking at the jury going back and forth she might have connected a little better because I, I I found her very hard to watch in that special. I, I didn't I really say did. I didn't yeah, say yeah. I didn't, yeah. but at least in terms I, I of I agree deme- with you. I agree. Her demeanor was better. I still found it the whole thing so forced and fabricated. I I, I, I found there was a strangeness to, to her that I didn't notice in the trial. Yeah. When she said the thing about Edward Scissorhands. This is a guy who convinced the scissors on his hands. I was like, yeah. that doesn't really connect. And I love strange. I love okay. him. Okay, let's we, we we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um. I don't know if you guys saw these pictures of, that, of Kim and Kanye yeah. at their daughter's basketball sure game. Did. They could not look more uncomfortable. Yep. You know, they, look, they are bound at the hip for the rest of their lives, not for a few years, for the rest of their lives. They have four kids. They're going to be graduations and weddings and births and parties. 
they're they're together whether they like it or not. That's just the reality. And they barely, if at all, communicate. It's all done through intermediaries. They do, they've not gotten along for months and months and months. And, you know, now they're trying. They're going to a game. But, boy, you see it on their faces. Uh, I've never seen two people that were closer in distance, but metaphorically yes. in other worlds. I mean, it would look like they didn't make eye contact the entire game. They're sitting within maybe six feet of I, each other. I, I have a different take. I think this is very common among wealthy sort of, I mean, maybe not wealthy parents as well, but you see this all the time among these uber wealthy parents who are at the kids' soccer games but refuse to talk to each other. One of them has the new girlfriend, the new boyfriend in tow, which makes it even worse. I don't think it has anything to do with money. I think that's the way people are. That might be the way people are. That may, just may be the way people are that you have these. You just happen to hang out with a lot of rich people. Honestly, yeah. you know, <laughs> it happens to be. Sure. Right? <laughs> what, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? But, You're but very my, in my, the Santa Monica scene, well, my look, friend. My kids go to, my kids go to a, relatable, a, a big private school and we go to these soft, softball matches and basketball games, uh, soccer matches and basketball games, and their parents are, divorced parents are sitting on opposite ends of the, of the, of the stands and they hate each other and everybody knows it and everybody talks about it. So There was another element of this that was healthy. Yes, they seem like there is a very frigid divide between the two of them, but neither had their significant others with them. I think Kanye is dating someone. Oh my God, if, can you imagine if Pete... Well, that was responsible. No, that was responsible to not bring Pete and not, not bring a, them because they, they, they... Because you don't want nuclear war at the basketball game. You right. know, yeah, I mean, you don't. That, but... That's not even a possibility. I saw it on Kanye's side being a possibility of bringing his girlfriend. Oh, I don't but think it wouldn't, would it wouldn't, that way. But, I but, could but that would not, that that would not bother Kim one bit. She wouldn't care at all. She would she'd not be care. care. She'd be delighted. Absolutely. Would, because it would mean, God, he's moving, he's moving on. on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You think she'd be delighted if he brought his significant other and yes. she didn't bring Pete? Yes. Yes. Wait a minute. Are you serious? I agree that Kim has acted more maturely. I think there would be Do you think Kim Kardashian, she wants him to move on? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. But neither of them did that, which I thought was healthy, because for the kids, it should be just the, the, the two well, parents at these games. Although Pete has been taking a larger role in their lives, taking the kid out to the Grove. Eventually, there's going to come a moment when there's going to be a performance, a recital, a sports game. Yeah. Sh and she's going to bring Pete well, because Pete's going to be such hey, a so it, ingrained in life. That is going to be nuclear. Would if it, Kanye would it shock break. you if they get married? At this point, I can't say I'd be shocked yeah, if, he, she, if she yes. marries Pete. Not, not shocking at all. Yeah. Not, I mean... It, it, not shocking at all. I think this maybe was a Father's Day weekend sort of thing that they Fair. decided to come together to the same game. My guess is that you're not going to see this very much at all. They're going to just take turns. Going I kind of think that's right. Do you think she's going to allow Pete to a game or something like that at in the near future? Do you see that coming in yeah. the foreseeable future? It, he's really into yeah, the kids' the foreseeable life. Future, they yeah. are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he's with the kids a lot. Yeah. I think with, she'd prefer to take him now. If I think she really engaged, likes him. If it's they get engaged, then it's on, right? Oh, yeah. Then, wow, then, that is going know, to be quite the, a show. Because I don't think Kanye will handle on that. The other so, on that. the other side of all of this um, is Chloe and Tristan. I find that really interesting. She is, look, there are a lot of people who say, oh, how could Chloe do this? And I think it's the opposite. I think there's, some, there's something so admirable about Chloe that I think she, look, and, and I can't, maybe I'm being just dumb trying to jump into somebody's mind like this. And if so, call me dumb. But I Oh, just, I, oh, I planned on it because, because your admiration of Chloe is, is I'll tell you going why. to get a I'll response. I'll tell you why. <laughs> I think Chloe has, she can separate what she views as betrayal, you know, with reason, um, and romance from co-parenting. And she's Oof. done that. And she's able to keep civil relationships, even though a lot of people just could never do that. And 
you know, when there's a kid involved, I think that's an admirable trait. And that was what happened over the weekend where Tristan and Chloe and True and Chris Jenner all went to lunch. I mean, it was for a recital, but at the same time, it was Father's Day weekend. I don't know. I just think, and and they he hasn't seem, given her much of a choice. <laughs> and well, they seem to be friends. They seem to be is friends. It, where she has acknowledged, at least now, that there can't be a romantic relationship, but there can be a friendship and certainly co-parenting. I think that's really admirable. She's just repeatedly devastated by this guy. It doesn't see. We, we've speculated that maybe it's some sort of form of an open relationship because she keeps taking him back, keeps doing it. But every time, if you believe what you hear on the show, she's completely blindsided and devastated by his actions. And maybe it is admirable that she can nevertheless agree to be in the same in the presence of the kids despite the devastation but at some point for God's sakes you know the family is there too do they all have to forgive this guy I don't understand it leads me to the conclusion that maybe well I don't think Chris Jenner was forced to go to that lunch no I agree <laughs> I, I don't understand it it, it's, it leads me to the conclusion that maybe it's all for television maybe they're not as upset about it as they seem maybe Tristan has a free pass to do whatever he wants yeah I mean I think she's well, doing they're, they're not together anymore well, no, back in the day. Back at, well, well I, I mean, that she's not really mad about it. That he, that this was their arrangement. I think she was mad about it. I mean, I think she was being, I, I, I believed her when you watched that clip from their show. But look, I think she's doing a she good did job this way. She did this, she did it with Lamar. I mean, Lamar, Lamar was off the rails, you know, at his worst. And she He's was there. Severely drug addicted. She was there for him. A lot of people, oh, you know, a lot of people wouldn't be. No, no, I, I agree. But that that was a different situation. That wasn't just a serial cheater who continues to break. No, his no, heart. no. Well, but I mean, there were a lot. There was a lot going on. He was living with that woman. Yeah, they yeah, were, yeah, you know, yeah. drugged out. Yeah, they were. She had already filed for divorce. She withdrew the divorce to help bring him back to health. Right. I mean, and they there's didn't some have kids. They didn't have kids, which helps. This is a different. Situation. I think it's the opposite. I think it would have been easier for right, her just to break ties from Lamar, and she didn't. I mean, I think there's something really admirable about her. I do. I thought when she, the way she handled the Lamar situation, this one, I, I don't know. I, and I'm going to sound judgmental here. I think Tristan is sort of having his cake and eating it too. He 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 made a child with Chloe, and he yeah, gets to sort wanna, of like why, why ride in and play Papa all the time. I think this guy's a bad example. I really do. I think he's a terrible guy. He is who he inside. is. I mean, yeah, but that's not that's not, not, that's not something anything. to celebrate. You know, John Wayne Gacy is who he is. I, not to say that he is John <laughs> Wayne Gacy. Wow. But, but, no, but okay. just because somebody's living their true self doesn't mean that we have to think it's admirable. Okay. It's yes, we're everybody should them in our lives. Everybody should know it is boiling hot in this room right now. So we got to move on. You are baking. <laughs> is yes. it just terrible right now? It's very, very it's hot. hot. Oh. Yeah. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Uh, okay, so uh, my boy. There he is. Oh, God. Big weekend. He was on Friday night. Bill Maher. I, I was gone when this thing happened with the Washington Post, so I yeah. didn't know about this. Um, holy smokes. 
Um, now, look, I mean, for people who don't know, there is a reporter there, as Bill said, who is a lot. <laughs> and um, there, she was pissed off that another very seasoned reporter told a joke. Um, uh, retweeted a joke. Retweeted a yes. joke from didn't, a didn't comic. Didn't even tell it his own joke. The woman's name is yeah. Felicia Sanmez. Yes. yes, and she's younger than her colleague David Weigel. And yeah. David Weigel retweeted this joke. Every girl is bi. You just have to figure out if it's polar or sexual. It was a joke. Yes. And she went nuts. Not to her. Yes. She went nuts, demanding that the Washington Post do something, and they did. They suspended this guy. Yes. And then said that they're for the First Amendment. But, but by the well, way, he took down the tweet after he and found apologized. It, yes, he took down the tweet, said, I retweeted an offensive joke, took it down himself. She screen grabbed his old right. indication that he retweeted it and said, fantastic to work at a news outlet where retweets like this are allowed. So he had already just, oh, by the way, he's dripping in sarcasm. Yes. Dripping in sarcasm. Well, she's not yeah. just attacking Dave Weigel in that situation. She's attacking the Post. Yes. She's saying, you have an obligation oh, she went to after fire post, him yeah. for this retweeting of a joke. People which who is, defended Dave Weigel from the Washington Post, she then and went after yes. yeah. for days. To, she said, wanting them to be disciplined. To account. Yes. This woman is, I, I mean, I just could not believe it. Right. So, because I, I, I had not heard this because yes. I was away. Here's what Bill said. This Washington Post story had such resonance because it's behavior we all recognize. There is a war going on within the millennial generation. I know because I'm friends with the good ones. <laughs> But the crybabies, unfortunately, are still winning. They complain they haven't taken over yet. Well, stop complaining, because in many ways you already have. The fact that the Post's initial response was to punish not Felicia, but one of their best reporters for a silly joke shows that the kindergarten is already in charge. Aren't you uh, supposed to be reporters digging up stuff? Are there no more vital issues going on in America right now? This is why you're not in charge. Because if someone named Deep Throat called the paper today and wanted to meet in a parking garage, this crew of emotional hemophiliacs would have an anxiety attack and report it to HR that they didn't feel safe. Maybe one of the best lines he's, he's given That's this year. That's really bad. good. That's oh, really my God. Bad. So they ended up suspending Weigel. Eventually and they fin fired, finally her fired her. Because they kept saying to her, you can't speak about this anymore. And she kept doing it. Oh, so they, I, so they like, fired her. What, what is going on? She's a lot, as, as Bill yeah. said. Here's the, here's the think piece on this, right? So his, his comment, clearly a joke. If a, a joke can go too far, right? I mean, it could be a joke about killing babies or Holocaust. Or, or, or killing or, Jews. Yeah, or, yeah. Or I was going to say. Yeah, a yeah. So how, do, how, how does this play with a Holocaust? I had the right, same right. feeling. Like, she feels she's a part of a protected class of women. This is a joke about women being histrionic and overwrought. That's what the joke is. It's like, about like all the, women are either bisexual, kind of lesbian, or they're crazy. By the way, we didn't. It's we, innocuous. We, we, but did, we didn't play what Bill said at the lesbian. beginning. <laughs> we didn't play what Bill said at the beginning, which is. Men tell jokes about women and women tell jokes about men all the time. Yes. Yeah. All the time. And, you know, when... when well, what if Dave Weigel retweeted a Holocaust uh, they, joke? All men are pigs. My I mean, have you heard that? Absolutely. Yeah. I hear it at uh, home. Okay, yeah. well, um, I mean, uh, <laughs> yes. you know, it, it's like, are you going to, you know, call your employer when somebody says that? I mean, at a point, you can't breathe. 
Yeah. Uh, no, look, and I, my I'm answer to that is if it's a joke, it's a joke. And frankly, it depends on how it impacts the Washington Post. On the Post. Holocaust joke. Yeah. Yes. It depends on how it impacts the Washington Post. Washington Post is a business. They have a right to run that business. If a reporter says something that that builds the collective ire and they lose subscribers because of it, then they have every right to fire him. But in this case, nobody would have reacted to Dave Weigel's joke except their own reporter who makes it an enormous news story. And but yes. but I but but what's interesting is, and what Bill said was, in a way you're already winning. That group, without be- question, yeah, because I, yeah. because these corporations are so scared of their own shadow yes. that as soon as you hear that loud voice, you react, and that's why this guy got suspended for a month, yeah, without yeah. pay. It's it's well, right. the Felicia Sonmezes of this world though say, if I stand by in silence, it, I am complicit with this culture of masculinity. That, that, that I think is what she's doing. But she's trying to stand but, up but, and say women are offended by this joke and they're too quiet to say anything wi- because they're in are, the all white boardroom with men. Uh, we all. But know you're women. talking about uh-huh. women. You're talking about women like they're m- monolithic. Agreed. Why, why they is are she? Not. And why is she the mouthpiece right. for women generally? Other women who weren't reacting to this, Fair. who she doesn't poll to see how they really feel, she gets somebody. But she wanted to get him fired. She got him suspended based on her subjective belief in what all women want, and that is offensive. Well, it's, it's certain. Appen- it almost yeah. infantilizes women. It, yes, it 100 percent infantilizes women. It's she's yeah. saying she I know what for a subset of women. I'm sure feel yeah, this she? way. Who oh, are, oh, I'm oh, sure. I'm sure she I'm does. Sure there's a su- the women who are easily offended in that generation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Are you yeah, kidding? Sure. But everybody speaks for a subset of somebody with every opinion. I mean, we've got guys running ads to kill Republicans. Oh, right? I mean, God. this ad. Oh, uh, Lord. You know, there's always a subset who believes <laughs> in something, but there, there's no. There was no outcry about Dave Weigel's comments until she made them because she feels that she's the protector of these poor women who are. So why do you feel the Washington Post then suspended him? Like there must have been some sort of fear there. Because of the corporate fear that they they are so scared. The Watergate thing that he said, it's hilarious. And then you think about it and it's like. Do you, would you go to the, uh, to yeah. the to a parking garage? A lot of reporters would, but what he's saying is there's a culture now. Yeah. I'm not going to this this. You would make me feel unsafe. Who's yeah. going to hire Felisa Sanmez next? She's, out, she's, a, she's a good good writer. You know she's out there waiting to be hired by somebody. I don't know. Uh, okay, last thing. <laughs> of course, where do we end with Harvey? Oh yeah, we know it all roads lead to aliens. Go on. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> I'm reading the best book, and I'm reading a book about the Beatles sound engineer, and it is I, I'm just stunned at how good this is. And I just found it randomly. It's the best book in the Beatles I've ever read. Wow. And I've read a lot of books in the Beatles. And this guy was their sound engineer. And it's not just about the music they make because he was there for Sgt. Pepper. He was there for the White Album. He was there for all of this stuff. And he goes through the interactions between them. And it's fascinating. Was he in Get Back, the the docuseries? No. No. Um, I don't know. Maybe we saw him. He was never never shown or featured. Anyway, he saw a UFO when he was a kid. And his parents said he was crazy. And then... A few weeks later, found out that a neighbor saw exactly what he saw in the sky and had the same. Im- anyway, so Bill now Clinton, you got the former commander in chief, and now you got a former commander in chief. So Bill Clinton said that he dispatched some pretty high level officials to Area 51 in search of aliens. His chief of staff. He sent John Podesta. Did he find him? When I was president and I had a chief of staff, John Podesta, who loved science fiction. We made every attempt to find out everything about Roswell. <laughs> and, I, and we also sent people to Area 51 to make sure there were no aliens in a deep <laughs> Because Area 51 is very important. Send? Who do you send to Area 51? Oh, if I told you that. <laughs> well, 
I got to tell you something. First of all, everybody laughed, and he kind of passed it off. But he sent them, and he mm-hmm. sent Podesta. So it wasn't just a lark that he did this. But There's what did a he re- find? Look, there is a body of work <laughs> that there Don't are. Don't worry fake- about that, Jason. He sent them. Okay. <laughs> well, not. Well, did he find the aliens? Here's the th- Jason. You can. You, I know you. I'm, can, not, I'm not. I'm asking a question. Here's the thing, <laughs> Jason. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you. There, are, there are warehouses out there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And they've never said what they found. They've never said it was nothing. They've never said it was something. And I think the question is, why? Because there is a lot of evidence that there are there, there is material there that they just never wanted to disclose. And so the fact that Bill Clinton, as president, mm-hmm. sent his chief of staff, and it, it wasn't just for a lark. And you know that. You know what puts and the by lies the way, to the alien And he never talk? said. I, I he never said. I don't think it was he lark. never said what lark. they found or didn't I find. I think I don't think it was Lark. I think he w- he had heard these rumors his whole life. He gets to the, be the president, and he then has the. So what's the answer? There's he no never aliens gave. There. No aliens he didn't. There. Well, he didn't give it. He never. He, let, he, let he didn't say you, what was. That would have been something let, if there were found aliens. But what if he just said there was absolutely nothing in those warehouses? He could have said that. He could have, but he didn't. Let me tell you my view of this. What puts a lie to all this stuff? Because you know, Bill Clinton is doing the talk show circuit. He's trying to make a joke. Donald Trump was in the White House. Don't you think Donald Trump would be up there talking about the aliens he saw? He has no filter. He's the one president we could trust who, during his presidency, probably went to Area 51 and would have come out and said, oh boy, there's green men. It's not just Donald Trump. They're all curious about it. Eventually it would have leaked. It's not just the, <laughs> the presidents. They send a whole team of Eventually it would have leaked if there were aliens there. We know that. It's not to say there aren't aliens, Harvey. Just, I don't no, think they're in Area Nobody's 51. saying there aren't aliens. There, I think there are aliens. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm not... <laughs> I'm not going to engage. It's Monday. I'm just not going to engage. I We're not going to get his dander up on a Monday, Jason. I will tell you. If not you, on Juneteenth. You start reading. I mean, I know Sandy Berger is a steel trap, <laughs> but eventually it would have leaked. If there were aliens in the Area 51, everything leaks. Yeah. Well, the Kennedy assassination still hasn't leaked. It has leaked. You just don't like the answer. No, it yeah. hasn't uh, leaked. There's still documents. Earl they Warren wrote a nice big long release. report. Did you read it? I did. I know you did. Did you? No. Okay. Well, the then, I know the conclusion. Yeah. Oh, good. You know the Conclusion. I, skimmed, I skimmed to the end. That conclusion. <laughs> that conclusion has more holes in it. Anyway, Swiss cheese. No, no, no. uh, okay. All right, everyone. See, see you on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs>